Thank you very much. Good morning. Did this come as a surprise, uh, given that uh, Pumzile had been in trouble with the leadership of the party recently? It's in a sense both ways. You know, on the one hand, uh, it, it, it was still a surprise when it was announced because there wasn't something so urgently at the moment um, that is taking place. Um, we all know, and she, it's, it's public knowledge, that she has serious uh, medical conditions. Um, and that was the reason that uh, John Steena is in use in order to put her on, on long leave uh, or sabbatical, as he called it. Um, but at the same time, as you indicated, uh, over time there, is, there were some some moments or some incidents with it between her and the leadership of the ANC, uh, of the DA. It, it went back to the time of uh, Alan Zeller also, although as, as she, she indicated, her relationship with Alan Zeller actually improved lately. Last year alone, the Democratic Alliance saw about five resignations. What do you think are some of the internal issues that are causing these resignations of black leaders, especially from the party? I think one of the big problems and, uh, in the DA, and that's something that has been mentioned by many people over time, by some of the top leaders themselves also, is that there's some sort of cliques that's been formed in the DA. It's not necessarily the same as the factions in the ANC, but it is rather groups of people coming together, and they created the, the impression, um, and it's very much, I mean, for example, Patricia Delors' situation, uh, but also referred to that, is that it creates sort of pressure groups or, or cliques in the uh, DA, which means that they feel very uncomfortable there, and they feel actually that they are not part of the, the, the inner circles or the decision-making processes in the ANC. So the, the DA still has a big problem with sort of integration of everyone, uh, whether black or white. It's not a necessarily a simply a black issue or issue that affects black persons in general uh, and prominent black leaders. But uh, they, I think they feel it more than, than some other person, white persons or, uh, in the DA. The fact that um, this is, it, it, it creates sometimes a type of old boys network. Um, someone like Alan Zeller uh, referred to it herself um, in her autobiography that when the, the merger happened between the old Democrat, the DA or the Democratic Party and the national, new national party, the same thing happened there. And that is why the, the NP in the end withdrew from um that the combined or the merged party also. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, they have not a very good history in this respect of uh, managing diversity or managing plurality within the party. Now, when the former DA Gauteng leader, John Moody, resigned from the party, he predicted that there would be more resignations by black leaders from the party. So does the DA seem determined to face the challenges that it has with his black leaders within the party, you think? Yeah, I think this is going to be one of the, for the immediate future, is that one of, one of the most important challenges. Um, and what what is for, for me as a person looking from the outside at it is, how does it affect their popular me- membership and their popular support within the, the party? Because just two days ago, for example, there was the, the by-elections, and here in Twani. Uh, um, there were quite a number of by-elections, and the DA did actually quite well. And in some of the, the um, by-elections, they actually did better than in 2016. Now, how will some of these resignations affect them? That's the Democratic Alliance now in the build-up to the local government elections. 
Well, that, that's that's my whole point. Uh, it's not clear whether how, how it affects them. Uh, I think what we are seeing is is that uh, some of the smaller parties, like Good, um, and now the Patriotic Alliance and uh, the Cape uh, Congress um, and others, uh, they are starting to do relatively well or better than in the past, and they they start to mobilise more support. So it seems as if there's there's also quite a lot of resentment, I would say, or feeling of alienation um, amongst the so-called coloured uh, supporters of the DA. And, and that for them in places like the Nor- Northern Cape and the Western Cape is actually quite a big concern. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it appears as if there is, there is certainly um, a negative effect on it. Um, but I think there's, there's other sort of processes within the DA also, which is not only about the what what is happening to the leadership, but actually some perceptions in the party about to what extent the, the party stands, still stands for them and cares for their concerns also. So it is, it's a party which is really in a transition period, uh, a party that finds it very difficult to find, define itself in new circumstances because it has grown over the last number of uh, elections, except for the yes. 2019 election. Um, and they they are not in a very good position in terms of managing this transition or this this, this new phase of what they are supposed to play in South African politics. When uh, the DA also lost Herman Mashaba as well as charismatic leader Musi Maimani, uh, there, were, yes. there, were, there were questions about the party itself. What does it say about the party? But what do these resignations now, the black leaders, mean for the leadership of John Stiernaizen? Yes, that, that I think that puts it under a lot of pressure. Um, and John Stiernaizen hasn't yet proven his leadership. Um, he is there for only a short period of time yet still. But uh, these coming local government elections um, in October, if it's going to continue, is going to be his main first major test. Um, and so it is absolutely important for him that the DA is doing much better than in 2016, although they've done relatively well then in the metros but certainly much better than what happened in 2019 with the provincial and the national election, where they actually lost some votes. Um, so this this is going to be the asset test for, for John Stiernes in this, this, uh, this coming election. In closing, Professor, what can you say about Pumzile van Dam's legacy in the Democratic Alliance as and as a politician? Well, she, I would say, was representative or or saw herself as part of the, the young female black leadership poor uh, cohort, if you want, um, in the DA. She associated herself very publicly with uh, persons in the same position as her. She saw, uh, also was involved in the to support um, uh, some of the leaders during the time of the last federal congress of, of the DA. Um, especially against the you know, John Stiernation. So she played a very prominent role as, as the spokesperson of the DA um, um, and the very prominent parliamentarian uh, of the DA. Um, she played a very prominent role. Um, and I think from that point of view, it's a major loss for the DA, the fact that they have not so many persons in that category uh, who can play a public role, because politics in the end is not only about the 
bread and butter issues and how they function on the ground. But it is also the public image, the public perception is very much formed by persons like her. Um, and certainly they will miss a person because at the moment in Parliament there is no, no one else that can place that particular throw. Professor, I thank you so much for your time. That was Professor at UNICEF's Political Science Department, Professor de Kotsir.